the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Southern California Live. It's 99.5 KKLA. Happy Thanksgiving Friday. It's busy travel day as we get into the Thanksgiving uh, week. We are live here at Union Rescue Mission, where they are going to be serving anywhere between 15 and 2,000 souls here on Skid Row in downtown Los Angeles. And right now, I am... They've got the doors open, and I'm smelling the luxurious fragrance of deep-fried turkeys. That's and, just me. Yeah, that's it. That's <laughs> Reverend Andy Bales. Ladies and gentlemen, please get this guy. Serve your, serve your, make sure you serve your server very well. Tip her well and try the salmon. That's great, Andy. That's good. That's you. Hey, you've been out there watching them fry the turkeys and everything here. I'm the safety supervisor to make sure there are no explosions. Is that right? How do you Now, how on earth do you manage that with 25 deep fryers out there? So you, you lower it slowly. You make sure there's no water or ice inside. And you do not let the lid get, you know, sealed airtight. Otherwise, you will launch a, a turkey into space. So. Be serving the astronauts at the space station. Yeah, and, yeah. Then, and then when you spill, you have to quickly put kitty litter all around so that nobody slips and falls and knocks over one of the cooking pots so there's lots of safety precautions and you don't want to burn down anyone's garage or or anyone's mission that you know that your your job is very important actually yes. very very important there hey how long has union rescue mission been having thanksgiving meals served here downtown skid row well i would Camp imagine Pedro? i would imagine 130 years yes. as of this thanksgiving and perhaps just the last 17 or so, we've introduced the deep frying of turkeys. Yeah. 1891, Union Rescue Mission began. If you missed the history lesson on it, it is an extraordinary history, and you can listen to the uh, podcast of the first hour. But I'll just go ahead and give a nutshell, because we have a brand new uh, listening audience. I just want everyone to know, I mean, history is so important, and all of us need to be aware of the, the deep embedded richness of of the Jesus history and Union Rescue Mission. Yeah, faithful Christian man, Christian businessman, Lyman Stewart, uh, founder of Union Oil in 1890. He looked around and he saw all of the men who had come to L.A. on a dollar, I guess a dollar train ticket was the cost from Kansas City looking for uh, hope and, you know, looking for greener pastures and, and a job. And when they got here, they often found unemployment, and then they found the bars. There were hundreds of bars in 1891 in, in uh, Los Angeles. And so there were lots of lost men on the streets. And Lyman Stewart, uh, he felt compelled to reach these men with the gospel of Jesus Christ. So he called his buddy from the Civil War, Major George Hilton, uh, and drafted him away from the Central Union Mission in Washington D.C. I bet they were happy about that. <laughs> yeah, we're still we're still partners and friends with Central Union Mission, uh, but then they had a meeting at the YMCA, the Young Men's Christian Association, and they decided to launch Union Rescue Mission uh, in a gospel wagon. They took that gospel wagon out on the streets, preaching the gospel, especially in front of bars at Second and Main and other places, and uh, the men would come out hear the gospel, get on the wagon, and if they ever slipped and fell and drank again, they'd fall off the wagon. That's where that term came from, getting on the wagon and falling off the wagon. Uh, But that's how they started, and they did that until 1907. I didn't finish this story before. And then they were able to move into their first building where our current city hall sits. And so they opened up their first building in 1907 and uh, began welcoming men. And, And then... Shortly before we built this mission in 1994, we began to welcome women and and, uh, women with children. Mm -hmm. And so now we serve everyone. So we serve single men, single women, moms with kids, dads with kids, two-parent families with kids. 
In fact, I want to change our mission statement from, from we embrace people with the compassion of Christ to we, we embrace all people with the compassion of Christ. Uh, we're, even, we're even talking about right now welcoming uh, foster kids who've aged out. Uh, we're, we're, that is in the works because... That's such a need. It is a huge need, and it's going to be a growing need. Reverend Annie Bales joins us here, Southern California Live, Union Rescue Mission. We're broadcasting from inside the dining room, which is going to be transformed tomorrow. Well, actually, they're going to kick us off the air as soon as we get, as soon as we get done. They're going to say, hey, Dave, Andy, Andy, you need to leave because we are building out this whole dining area into a beautiful, transforming it into kind of a, a Thanksgiving warm place where hot meals are going to be served tomorrow. And then outside, they're also... Up to 15, 2,000 souls going to be served Thanksgiving meals here at Union Rescue Mission, Andy. By the way, if anybody wants to gift, um, you know, you're hearing all this. And, Andy, we talked uh, last hour about how, and we can address it again because I think it's very, very important. Union Rescue Mission has not given up uh, the name of Christ, has not given up in the name of, well, you know, you could uh, just make more money if you just, uh, you know, gave up this, that, and the other. No, no, no. They're staying true to the core of the value that says, Christ Jesus, you did not deny us. You gave your everything. And Andy and everyone here at Union Rescue Mission, the mission statement says, we're not going to deny Christ. And they haven't. And they're growing, even in the midst of 18 months of everything we've been through. And if you'd like to gift to Union Rescue Mission in that saying, you know what, they're staying true to the core of Christ and not relinquishing his name to just, you know, gain. You can go to kkla.com. The Union Rescue Mission banner is there. And I encourage you to just lavish uh, your end-of-year giving. Any any gift matters, Andy, right? To Absolutely. be able to serve the purpose of yes. Union Rescue Mission. And, and actually, right now, it will be doubled. Any gift will be doubled, matched and doubled, and make a huge impact. So you can... You can pay for a Thanksgiving meal uh, for $2.54 uh, or any combination of meals that you'd like to provide. And that will all be doubled by the very generous donor who I told you about earlier who said, as long as you guys stay faithful to Jesus Christ, I will pledge $30 million. And that kept any temptation for any of that government money out of many people's minds. Yeah, I just love that, um, the faithfulness there. God is faithful. I mean, you, you, you could have easily been persuaded to go another route, saying, well, that would be the easy route because that's the easy money. But you said, no, we're not going to do that. And come to find out, there's a gentleman that wants to say, you know what, I want to walk alongside you with that. Every gift being doubled, so $2.54, uh, it feeds uh, a meal for Thanksgiving. How many of those meals... Uh, would you care? And that 254 is actually double to actually two meals. And again, go to kkla.com and the uh, Union Rescue Mission banner. Awesome, Andy. Awesome. Um, talk a little bit about when it comes to Thanksgiving and the, the since 1891. You've not been here since 1891, although no, people I joke did, that you I have been. I was not the driver of the gospel wagon. <laughs> yes, you were not. No. Um, Tell us one of those stories again. You told us about Marissa a little earlier. Share with us another one of those I, I, inspirational stories you've got up your sleeve. I had two lovely ladies approach me at our Life Builders uh, event that I told you about right. where our friend spoke and he proclaimed Christ and people gave. But I had two lovely ladies approach me and, and the older lady said, my daughter spent 22 years on the streets of Los Angeles and you helped change her life. And here comes this beautiful young lady over to me. You'd never imagine that she ever spent 22 years on the streets of, of L.A. And she came over and she thanked me and she said, You intervened in my life personally, Andy, and I'm a new creature. And, you know, boy, your day can't get much better than when somebody comes and says, you directly intervened and saved my life. And that could be repeated hundreds, if not thousands of times through the work of Union Rescue Mission. Mm -hmm. And that's what we are all about. We are about proclaiming Jesus Christ in word and deed, right? Well, welcome and embrace uh, three meals, uh, a safe place to sleep, programs, learning center, medical clinic, legal clinic, mental health clinic, 
you name it, we try to holistically provide that resource all in the name of Christ and people's lives. We set up the environment and God does the the work in their hearts. And the return, people are seeing that all across the country. Actually, you have people reaching out to you saying, hey, how are you doing it there at Union Rescue Mission downtown Los Angeles? Yeah. What do you say to them kind of as a, as, a, as a model? You know, do you, do you just say, well, no, get, fill that in. How do, you, how, do you, how do you approach that? You have Reno you mentioned. Yeah, Reno, Redding, um, others. Uh, we're helping a group put together a, a family mission, a family shelter in uh, North Carolina. Um, you know, we get calls from all over. Pittsburgh came and stayed with us for almost a week and learned from us. San Francisco came down to tour. And, uh, you know, the key to everything we do is, uh, sure, it's, uh, it's a welcome and a warm embrace, but the key to what we do is the, is the gospel of Jesus Christ. And we wouldn't trade that, literally, I said earlier, we wouldn't trade that for billions of dollars. In fact, we have turned down billions of dollars in order to stay true to the name of and the power of Jesus. Well, I wouldn't trade the power of Jesus Christ to transform lives for any amount of money. Yeah. So how do they receive that? When Reno, Pittsburgh, you know, all across the nation, there's other uh, missions that are going to find out how are you doing it there in Los Angeles? How do they receive that? When you say, hey, look. Uh, you got to proclaim the name of Christ and don't give that up. What what are they? Uh, how do they respond to that? Yeah, I, I probably didn't quite get that strong yesterday, but I got pretty strong. <laughs> yeah, uh, uh, and and you know, at the time, at least one person in the room was a little standoffish to me about focusing on recovery. And if you don't focus on recovery, you'll have chaos inside. Uh, uh, but later, one of those persons in the room called me and said, "Can we call you again next week?" Because I think people are thirsty and hungry for an answer because everything and anything that's currently being done in regards to homelessness is just allowing homelessness to explode exponentially. Uh, Like uh, our state is all in on a thing called housing first harm reduction. Housing first harm reduction believes in putting somebody under a roof but but you have to allow alcohol and drugs to freely flow in that building. In other words, if you take the money, you have to not intervene in any way in the in the alcohol and drugs flowing freely. What's the logic in that? There is no logic, but I can tell you that California is the only state that is all in on that. Not not on transitional housing, not on uh, shelter and recovery, uh, not on faith-based missions and since they moved away from those faith-based shelters missions transitional housing street homelessness is up 47 percent and overall homelessness is up 31 percent and so we need a move back to recovery and i i was so thankful yesterday i was on the phone with a mayor uh mayor's office and somebody in the mayor's office is tell me about all your recovery programs and let's let's get all the recovery programs that are available on Skid Row out to everybody. So there's still hope, right? Yeah. Don't, you don't have to give up on recovery just because there's a new fad of the day. We always need to stay faithful to recovery. And and we at Union Rescue Mission always still need to stay faithful to Jesus Christ. Just because everybody else has decided to go the wrong direction doesn't mean you should stray from what you know is true and what has worked for 130 years. Well, now, again, I'm just a country bumpkin from New Hampshire. What do I know? But uh, it seems like you just enable people. If you continue to say you can let alcohol in, you can let drugs in, and you don't take that hard stand and say, no, you got to give that up if you want to move forward in your journey and in your life and and be free of all this stuff so how do, how does it make any sense to enable people to do that when you say in the port purpose of it to take from the streets to bring healing and to address those things those demons or whatever is that person is fighting and then get them in a place where they're able to move forward and become healthy citizens of our community yeah it, it is an enabling of addiction and I believe it causes a death spiral uh, participation in a death spiral but Dave let me tell you I am the unpopular one we are the unpopular ones pushing recovery and yet 
somehow we've helped start a recovery movement that is growing and spreading around the country uh, by sticking to our guns to say, hey, we believe in recovery. We believe in a new life. We believe in life transformed. And by the way, we have proof because 25% of our staff, some of our best staff, are former guests who've had their life totally transformed, living a brand new life, a productive life, a restored life. And so we're going to continue to be firm believers in Andy, why does that fall? I mean, I know people are hearing it in missions all around the country and going and even had, you said, someone in the mayor's office. But why does the most part recovery fall on deaf ears when that just seems to be a no-brainer of a, uh, of a logistical system? Great question, because recovery means getting into the mud and tough work like Jesus did. But that's what we're called to. Just opening up a place and letting chaos reign is not difficult work, but I can tell you what it's led to. It's led to high vacancy rates at those apartment complexes that have been built for this, and people are reluctant to move in because they're so chaotic. And so they're at a they're at a crisis point, and perhaps they will look again toward recovery. So, so no reason for Christian missions to give up the recovery movement when likely people are going to hit such a crisis point, they're going to come back right. to the truth. Right, yeah. right. And it began with recovery. Union Rescue Mission stayed true to that recovery. You have thousands of stories about it, and it really does bring hope to know that there's someone in a governmental office that says, wait a minute, let's revisit that recovery yeah. thing. How are the missions taking it across the country when it comes to the core of recovery? They're, they're being ganged up on, but are it's, they? it's making them stronger. Uh, and some missions are more committed than they have ever been toward the gospel and toward recovery. And some missions have dropped out uh, and given in to taking state money and government money. And, and they've had to cease and desist from sharing their faith. And they've had to cease and desist from preaching recovery because if you take that money, it's not like they're uh, asking you nicely to quit talking about recovery. You have to join wholeheartedly into that harm reduction model. Man. And even harm reduction purists. And this is a little complicated, but I was on the phone with a harm reduction purist who believes that we ought to have congregant shooting sites and allow people to shoot uh, up. And then have medical uh, medical people, nurses and doctors on hand to bring people back from overdose deaths. And he said, uh, but it needs to be congregant so you can keep an eye on each other and you can see when somebody overdoses. And I said, well, how's that compared to the apartments where you're allowing alcohol and drugs to flow freely? He says, oh, that's not harm reduction because the worst thing you could do for anybody is to put them in a lonely apartment and let alcohol and drugs flow freely. That's just tolerating drug use. That's deadly. So even a harm, you get it? A harm reduction right. purist yeah. says that what what our government is doing is deadly. Is deadly. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, we, we barely agree on anything, but on that, he and I. Well, that's agree. kind of a foundation. Yeah. That's kind of an important thing. We're talking with Andy. Bales, Reverend Andy Bales, Union Rescue Mission, and look, this is just great conversation because honestly, this gives us the tools in the toolbox to go to our board meetings or be involved in in our town councils and our city halls and talking about the homeless situation. I mean, goodness gracious, you can't Venice Beach. You could just you go went down there and you just even want to ride your bike along the bike path mm. because you you felt like you were taking your life yeah. in your job. So we all understand. Andy, that everything has escalated. And I think you did a beautiful job of leading us through why that is happening and how Union Rescue Mission is literally the way home. Saying, look, you want true freedom in life, then you're going to have to work through all that uh, stuff in your life that's causing you to be in this place. And here's the name of Jesus who can help you bring that freedom. If you are hearing that message and how the core value of Union Rescue Mission has not changed in 131 plus years and being faithful to Christ in start to finish from being on the streets to the recovery, dive right into KKLA.com. The Union Rescue Mission banner is there. It's $2.54 to feed a meal that's being doubled by a friend of 
the souls here on the streets of Skid Row and through Union Rescue Mission, every $2.54 being doubled to two meals. And please, just an outpouring of love for uh, just the, even the, the, the standard by which Andy is running and operating Union Rescue Mission, the whole board, and saying we are going to be faithful to Jesus and we're not going to give up his name to take any kind of easy money. And that has resulted in Union Rescue Mission having just a, an outpouring of love and, and generosity from Jesus followers all around the, the country um, that says, you know what, we're standing with you, and it's growing. We had Angela's house that was built here earlier this year, and it's about ready to open here. He said 86 uh, independent apartments there in that transitional housing. You've got Hope Gardens up in Silmar at the foothills of the San Gabriels and then Angeles, Angeles National Forest, and, of course, here downtown. So more with Andy. Reverend Andy Bales is David James live from Union Rescue Mission, getting ready to serve 1,500, 2,000 souls here on Skid Row tomorrow morning and into the afternoon tomorrow for Thanksgiving. KKLA.com is the place to give Union Rescue Mission the way home. And give that mission statement one more time, Andy. We embrace people with the compassion of Christ, but we're going to add, I hope, we embrace all people with the compassion of Christ. Union Rescue Mission. That's where we are. Southern California Live, 99.5 KKLA. KKLA, it's Friday afternoon before Thanksgiving. We're live at Union Rescue Mission off San Pedro, downtown Los Angeles, and we're in the dining room where they're about where you're going to probably start hearing some noise because they're (laughs) starting to move uh, things to transform this dining room into uh, a a place of of very important status as Thanksgiving meals are being I think it's going to be like grandma's living room and kitchen. And that's just awesome. (laughs) That's awesome. I mean, why, now explain the importance of that. Now, I, I, to me, it's obvious, but I paint everybody's picture. I mean, right now, it looks like a high school uh, cafeteria. cafeteria, but it's going to be transformed into kind of mama's dining room kitchen. Yeah. Why are you guys doing that? We do that to just lift spirits, affirm dignity, let people know they are valued wonderfully by <laughs> the Lord himself and by us. We love them. We cherish them. We welcome them into... Uh, our version of grandma's house where everybody's welcome no matter you know who's fighting with who you're all welcome now to come come enjoy a wonderful meal now do you eat a pipe do you pipe in nat king cole and uh you know uh that's a great idea i feel like we ought to have you know some stereo system playing some nat and you know some frank and you uh, you want to come back and be the dj tomorrow (laughs) yeah yeah (laughs) hey note to self dave be careful when you start talking about these things Um, Union Rescue Mission is where we are here. And, uh, Andy, I, you know, 2,000 meals roughly being served inside COVID restrictions and all that. You can only have 55, 60 people or so in the dining area. But you have this thing at a time. You've been doing this all starting tomorrow morning at 1030, 2,000 plus being fed. But you also have uh, the grab-and-go, which is one yeah, of your favorite things here. We set up here. a little booth like over a drive here. Through, but walk-through. Yeah, I... I, uh, I Last year I wheeled up, but this year I'll, I'll be there uh, just saying, you know, have a wonderful Thanksgiving. Here's your meal, turkey with all the trimmings, gravy, pie. And here, by the way, here's a gift bag with a Bible, personal Bible for you and a hygiene kit and other things. And just have a one. And we, as I said, we, we had one man open up and see the Bible and start dancing. I got my own Bible. I got my own Bible. And. You know, just stole our hearts. You know, when you talk about that, you realize that when we invest in Union Rescue Mission, it's the food. But really, it's 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 a heck of a lot more than that. You're talking about this gentleman uh, literally rejoicing over having a Bible. Yeah. And his life. I mean, Andy, that's going to begin the seeds of transformation in his heart, isn't it? Absolutely. And it could be the moment when somebody gets a glimpse of hope again and decides to give life another try and trusts and and even comes in and says i want to move in by the way i just learned today we are at capacity for men and we're trying to figure that out and i said go ahead and rent rooms at the at the local hotel and i'll i'll grub hub the food until we can find the room and we're almost at that point for single women and uh so we are running out of space that's why we're creating all the satellites that we're trying to create yeah and again it goes from that all this creating all that being innovative 
I mean, you've had to be over the last 18 months. You've had to find because you really uh, I want to go back to that whole point of you had to argue that Union Rescue Mission is an essential, essential. and it needed to stay open. And mm. you really had to really stay firm on that and had to get pretty aggressive on that to make people realize rattle those cages a little bit. Yeah. And by the way, uh, that helped all the other missions realize they're essential around the country. And then our tactic of using uh, the emergency type response to COVID-19 caused all the other missions to step up and realize, hey, we're all mini hospitals. And they shared that in their fundraising. And every mission that I know of in the U.S. had had the best year of their history. Okay, Andy, I want to got to camp on this a second because again, the takeaways for all of us on a personal level, okay? We're talking Union Rescue Mission, Reverend Andy Bales, we're live here downtown getting ready for this homeless to be fed. But this is important because it works personally too and that is you could have easily taken that that easy road and and and, and folded and relinquished said okay we'll give up jesus we'll give up uh you know the drugs and alcohol you know all of that allowing to be freely in but you did not compromise and address that from the standpoint of feeding the homeless and how they have responded to that in that recovery aspect and then parlay that to all of us need to realize that we need to be faithful to Jesus, even when the easy road is to say, eh, I'm not going to fight that. Uh, we, we all need to stay faithful to whatever God has called us and do it the best we possibly can uh, with excellence. And uh, I can tell you it has paid off for Union Rescue Mission. We, we uh, stood our ground. We had so much, so many critical people calling for us to be shut down oh you guys had so many cases of covid you should be shut down and what truly transpired out of it is they used us now as a model for congregate housing and how to fight a pandemic so even as our greatest critics were calling for us to be shut down the people behind the scenes who knew knew that we navigated something nobody had ever navigated like we did uh, and and began to use it as a model around the nation for how to navigate a pandemic. So, so even our naysayers would now have to admit, hey, wow, God, God did something very special through those faithful people. You know, interesting you say that because sometimes we get caught up in, well, if I take this risk, or if I go into this, it's a step of faith. And sometimes we we forget how faithful God is when that faith journey is begun by taking a difficult road. You think of Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego. You think of Daniel. You think of, you know, all the heroes of the faith. They had to do that. Andy, you know, I'm not going to, you know, you're no, you're no Saint Andy, I know, but you are exhibit A of what it is to hold true to taking that and, and understanding that faith is the journey we go, not by the easy way or the easy road. Well, just as I thought the other day as I, I heard the, story about the disciples again you know where where, where else would we go jesus right i mean <laughs> where <laughs> are you going to continue to follow me where where would i go jesus i have nowhere else to go but jesus we have nowhere else to go but jesus he's our only hope in this society as we go into the thanksgiving season and those meals being prepared tomorrow on that note is there a story, is there someone that comes to mind where they came to that place, that, 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 that pivot point in their life where they said, you know what, God, I've got to go through this in order to find that place. There's no other way for me to go except to follow you because if I go back to where I was, it's going to continue that cycle that I've had on the streets. Yeah, I sat, I don't know if it was last year, Kitty, or the year before, I think it was last year, where I sat by this beautiful young lady who uh, really had herself together, right? And then I, I kept looking at her, like, I, I think I recognize you. And we're sitting at the same table. That's the best job you can do, by the way, on Thanksgiving is come and sit and hear people's stories and love them. It's not scooping the green beans. It's sitting down and hearing people's story. But I remember that she had gotten kicked out of our mission wrongly for having an empty tobacco caner of marijuana. So in other words, she had gotten kicked out for having an empty 
container of marijuana. And I said, no, 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 we, we do not kick people out. We especially do not kick women out to be out here in the harm. Uh, and I got in a feud with a, a co-worker, and that co-worker decided to resign after we had a disagreement about this. And it was that woman. It was that very woman wow. who was, was afraid of being you know, harmed on the streets, which will happen if a woman is on the streets. Right. She was sitting in our Thanksgiving line and had gotten her entire life together and was brand new uh, because, you know, at a key moment, we just did not give up on her. And that's who we are. We, we do not give up on people. Uh, and it's been something we've had to strive to get to. Uh, we never turn away a woman who comes to our door. We never turn away a family who comes to our door. We rarely have to find other place for men. But when we do turn them away, we have to find another place. And we never kick somebody out. We refer them out to another place to go because, you know, as a group that has caused hospitals to be fined in the area of $30 million in L.A. for dumping patients, you don't want to be the place that gets called on for, right. for, for pushing somebody out the door. Mm-hmm. And, and educating everyone on that has been uh, a challenge, but we're there. We, we are there where we, we immediately welcome anybody who shows up at our door and we... And believe me, we we tolerate some of the most devastated behaviors of people impacted by homelessness that you could ever imagine. I'm not going to go into all the behaviors that we have to to uh, uh, figure out how to tolerate. We have to figure out how to be trauma informed and understand how people who've been devastated by homelessness act out. And we've had to address, we've had to hire experts to help us address those issues. And I heard this from every other mission on a phone call the other day. People devastated by homelessness are more impacted by mental health issues and addiction than they ever have been. Just to give you an idea of the change, when I used to talk to neighborhood groups about Hope Gardens, I would say 12 to 17 percent of our moms come in with an addiction problem. That that level is 70% addiction level now among our moms. So it's a spiritual battle here. It's a spiritual battle. It's a battle against addiction. It's a battle of people being destroyed in their mental health. When you leave somebody on the streets for long enough, they are destroyed in every way. That's why I, I call out to our city, please immediately shelter and house everyone. And then let's figure out together how to innovatively create innovative housing, right? Uh, affordable housing, tiny homes, container homes. I was just on a call this week with 3D printed homes, 3D printed concrete homes that can be put up in 24 to 48 hours and, and cost $10,000 with a bathroom and a, and a kitchen. We need that kind of innovation. At the same time, we make a way for people to have an immediate roof over their heads. Here in L.A., we have, <laughs> we have tried to build these very expensive units. We've only built 1,000 of them, and in that time period, 6,000 people have died on the streets. So our current carrying out of plans is failing, and we need to address it in a new, a new way. Reverend Annie Bales joins us here. We're live, actually. We're, we're a guest of his house here at Union Rescue Mission, San Pedro, uh, downtown Los Angeles is where we are. They are frying up turkeys, got over 200-plus turkeys to fry up, and that's going to happen. Uh, we'll start this morning at 8 a.m., going to continue to what, 11 o'clock or so tonight? It'd be 11 or midnight. <laughs> it's, uh, Whenever it gets done. I won't make it to midnight. I, I, somehow, I used to stay here all day, all night, uh, and show up the next day and welcome everybody. And that guy is no longer around. No, no, no. Let me tell you something. He's Hold a lot a older. No, well, but here's the thing. I did I not say that according to the little audience that we have here that that 
I mean, Reverend Andy has more energy than a lot of 20-year-olds some things now who just want to sit on their keister and do a little gaming. You are up here just doing you're out there, you know, being monitoring, making sure, you know, OSHA guy, making sure they're not blowing things up, sending turkeys up to the space station. And now you're here talking to us. You've got all this, yeah. the meetings you've been doing. My assistant, Selena, said this morning that I wore her out by 9 a.m. because I <laughs> ran up and down the stairs a couple of times. So, yeah, I, was, I got named to the Los Angeles Homeless Services Authority. I'm a commissioner now, sir commissioner uh, uh, of, of the Los Angeles Homeless Services Authority. And uh, their first meeting all of a sudden was the day 9 to 11. And Kitty lined me up with interviews with Channel 2, CBS, and Channel 4, NBC. So just sat down for the meeting, and I disappeared from my virtual meeting chair and, and did a CBS news story. And then got up there, sat down. Oh, by the way, NBC's here. So I came back down and did an NBC uh, news story, and then pretty soon after that, your buddy Doug from the L.A. Times is down, uh, so I had to go see Doug. Look at that. You just saying that right now has worn my caboose down. <laughs> you know, just hearing all of that being done just in that short period and of not time. Not even in my wheelchair, and <laughs> not in your wheelchair. And by the way, he lost a leg. I don't know if you know this, KKLA family, but he had another. Reverend Andy had another leg amputated. Already had one a few years back. Had the other amputated this year and now he's got he, he's walking around on these new legs here that he's got and he's doing a, a pretty good job you were what dancing to the ohio players or something is that what i heard you were doing uh that was on one leg All but, right. <laughs> but i i when i we were ordered to dance in chapel tuesday we have chapel on our rooftop still it's it's wonderful so you get kicked out of your chapel have to turn your chapel into quarantine right we're up on the rooftop we haven't missed one tuesday because of weather not only are we on the rooftop, but we're on Facebook Live around the world, and we've had up to 35,000 views of our chapel, whereas before we only would maybe have 300. So, so we've been able to spread the gospel further and wider uh, uh, by having chapel up on our rooftop. And yeah, so it. awesome. Again, innovation, uh, running amok here at Union Rescue Mission. <laughs> Downtown Los Angeles is where we are. This is Southern California Live. Reverend Annie Bales, David James. Happy Thanksgiving, everyone. It's 99.5 KKLA. By the way, you can go to KKLA.com. Click that Union Rescue Mission banner right there. $2.54 uh, provides a meal. It's being doubled because of a generous friend of the homeless here at Union Rescue Mission. And just an outpouring of love there this Thanksgiving season for those on our streets. Not only being fed that meal, but an opportunity in the recovery and healing and becoming great citizens of our community. Union Rescue Mission is where we are. Southern California Live, 99.5 KKLA. KKLA, Southern California Live. It's David James having the privilege of being here with Reverend Andy Bales, Union Rescue Mission, as they're frying turkeys outside. Smells so good here on Skid Row. I mean, it it sounds really weird to say that, uh, (laughs) but it does because of the turkeys being fed. Or turkeys being fed? The (laughs) turkeys being cooked to be fed to souls here on Skid Row tomorrow morning, 1035. Now, that is not the laugh of the Reverend Andy Bales. That is Kitty Davis Walker, the Vice President of Public Relations here at Union My Rescue God. Mission. Hello, Kitty, and co-host Hello. with Hello. stories from Kid Ro- Skid Row. Yes, amazing stories from Skid Row. Yes, absolutely. Now, <laughs> if people have not heard the program, they hear your voice and go, you are not from uh, the United Kingdom of Fullerton. <laughs> That's, you're absolutely right. So, so Daddy, Daddy um, was, uh, what do you call it, an Air Force career person. 25 years in the Air Force, so I got to uh, live overseas. I got to live in Bidbird, Germany, Izmir, Turkey, and Upper Hayford, England. And then I got a chance to go back to England and study at college after we came to the States and Daddy retired. He marched Air Force Base out in Riverside, so yeah. So Southern <laughs> California, you, you were here a while yeah. with March, mm-hmm. March Air Force yeah, Base. Yeah, March Air Force Base, exactly. Daddy retired from there. I attended the University of Laverne. Well, I finished high school, Morningside High School. Uh, went out to the University of Laverne, and they had a study abroad program. Went back to England to study, and yeah. And what's interesting is they uh, were founded in 1891, just as Union Rescue Mission ah. was founded in 1891. You could not have made up this story for me to end up 
at Union Rescue Mission, uh, same you know a place that was also founded at the same, same year. Time. Yeah. I, I, I mean, I absolutely. So love that's it. what I wanted to address because you were telling me your story earlier <laughs> when we were setting up, and yes. I said, "Oh my goodness, this is something that needs to be heard." Uh, as you just stated, yeah. the irony is yeah. thick in that, yeah. and it's not irony. O- it's, only, it's, uh, only God can orchestrate, orchestrate something like that. Mm-hmm. Exactly. So as people are in their ro- on the road and they're traveling, yeah. running, whatever, wherever they are, yeah. listening to the app or on the World Wide Web yes. and the ninety-nine point five KKLA. This is important. Share your story on how all of that came full circle for you to in, in where you were yes. to where, how you ended up here at Union Rescue Mission. Not just how you ended up, it's how God orchestrated yes, that to exactly. Happen. You're absolutely right. So, I mean, I was actually in tears. I was working at a nonprofit uh, and um, somebody, I got a phone call that said, that said we need to fill some positions at Union Rescue Mission with some saved people. And um, my old boss said, call Kitty. <laughs> and and so when I got the call, I was like, oh, my God, I can't. Um, I said, I can't. I can't go to Skid Row. I said, I don't like to see people in distress. I'd be crying every day. And um, the Lord said, that's where I want you to be. And I always thought I was supposed to be at one of the top radio or television stations because that's what I went to school for. So my B.A. is in public relations with an emphasis in broadcast journalism. And so um, I said, OK. So I came to Union Rescue Mission and I filled out an application and I thought I was already doing radio once a week at the other place where I was and I thought they're they're not going to hire me they're going to say oh well no you can't you can't do radio anymore but because God orchestrates they said oh that's fine you can do (laughs) so yeah so yeah I mean it just you you can't make this stuff up and only God um, who knows the beginning from the end who carves out time for us to catch up with what he's already done is um, definitely the spirit that's in me. Uh, and I know that that's where I'm supposed to be. I'm assigned to the Reverend Andy Bales. Assigned? <laughs> I'm assigned yes, to him. Okay. Yes, okay. I know my assignment. <laughs> yes. Uh, and, and you do it very well. <laughs> well, bless you. <laughs> it's not always easy, but I'm going to tell you, I know it's, uh, it's God, and I know that I'm supposed to be here. And he is, he is the one who is going to get me through and so I just holler out his name or cry out his name. Yeah. Well, Jesus. He, yeah, that's right. We, we, as well as we all should. <laughs> yes. More often than we do. Yes, yes, Because yes. he wants us to do that. Exactly. You were talking about, and again, there may be someone listening where they're going, ah, you know, I think God might be calling me to do something, mm. but I'm not quite sure. Yeah. I have this skill set. I'm not quite sure this skill set sits for me. Right. God, I don't know yeah. if he's calling you. Share your story on how you took that journey of faith and how God took everything you had done in your previous positions and how now those are being utilized in just amazing ways here uh, at Union Rescue Mission. Amen and amen. So I I started off, um, you know, again, I was working at a radio station, so I I was thinking I'm supposed to be at one of the top radio or television stations, you know, doing voiceovers and doing news, weather, sports, and all of those fun things. So I have, uh, and also going out and interviewing folks, so I have the experience of being on the other side of the microphone uh, in terms of interviewing folks and going to different events and all of those things. And the Lord just turned all of that and gave me the other side of the microphone, which is my PR side, um, to be able to get his word out Mm. and to minister Mm. to folks um, through the airwaves and through the ministry that he's called me to here at Union Rescue Mission, which we stand on that foundation. You've already talked to Andy, so you you understand and you know we will not deviate from God's word here. We just won't do it. And so um, if you are struggling and trying to figure out where is your place in the world and and if you have a skill set that you think uh, cannot be used, it's not true. Someone said to me, um, the richest place on earth is the graveyard. And I thought to myself, what do they mean? It's because folks have died and taken those um, those skills and those um, gifts that God has given them and not shared them with anybody. Mm. We have to share. That's why he put us here, to share, to fellowship with one another uh, and to minister to one another. And to um, we have to uh, advance the kingdom 
and not the culture. You know, it's interesting. You, oh man, you bring that up. And Andy spoke about that over and over again. And it, it's, it's uh, again, it needs to be made personal yeah, for all of us, absolutely. not to just go into culture and just say, "Ah, oh, we're going to forget everything," yeah. or just compromise on some things. Right. You've been here now working 14, 15, 15 years? 15 years. So I know it to the day because it's, it's a, it was a divine appointment. So I can say August 14th, 2006 is when I started. I know that date again because it was a divine appointment yeah. for me to be here on Skid Row. Yeah. Do you, do you uh, realize that uh, God was orchestrating all of this? Mm-hmm. Um, is, there a com- is there a thread of just uh, how you, you cried out to God wanting his... Uh, purpose in your life yeah. or was it it wasn't a wandering maybe or maybe it wasn't maybe it was wandering in the wilderness quote unquote and then god put you back <laughs> well, on the path he well, wanted that's you it on. you know he he allows us he, he he allows us to do what we think we should be right. doing and he just kind of crosses his arms and lets us flop and you know and, and go through the process and then he says he picks us up and shakes us off and say okay now this is where i want you to be mm. and what can you say to the lord but Yes, Lord, yeah. because you already know. He knows. Have your way, Lord. There you go. Have your way, That's Lord. That's it. We have to yield. Yeah. And, and so, yeah. Once you yield, then you're not wasting time anymore. Look at that. I mean, <laughs> Kitty is preaching it here. And if you've been struggling with that, be affirmed in the fact yeah. that God is faithful and yeah. dive into that faith journey if mm-hmm. he's calling you. If someone's listening right now mm-hmm. and they want to serve yes. the homeless. Yes. But they're going, man, I just, you know, I don't know. I kind of just am mm. like you. Yeah. I don't want to be down there doing it. Mm. What would you say? I would say to them, um, seek God's face for some clarity about what your assignment is in the first place so that you're not just all over the place. Um, seek God's face for clarity. And then from there, look at what you love to do, what you like to do, what your skill sets are, what, kind, what skills that you have. We all have a gift or gifts that God has given us. And we can take those gifts and we can use them and we can share them um, to advance his kingdom, as I mentioned, and not the culture. He's given those gifts to us, not for us to say, I, I, me, me, and to hang on to them, but he's given them to us to share with others. And so I say, um, come down to Union Rescue Mission. <laughs> um, go to urm.org. You can look at what uh, volunteer opportunities that we have uh, and sign up, uh, even if it's just to come and serve a meal. And if you look at God's table, we're talking about Thanksgiving, mm-hmm. um, it starts with a meal and then it moves from there. Um, and so come and serve, come and serve a meal. Uh, or come and read a book to some of our kids or uh, share a painting or we all have something and if you're trying to figure out what that is seek God's face is there a need for like maybe someone to teach artistry teach painting or is there a particular need if you have that skill let us work with you Mm -hmm. uh, from our volunteer uh, department and see if you can come and uh, with our kids and yeah and have a have a painting or have some activities uh, um what do you call it um look i'm getting a brain freeze here um some um and it really helps too when you're going through traumatic things as well is to have some kind of uh, activity of if it's painting right. or drawing right. or even writing mm-hmm. exactly And I also noticed, too, that it's really good if you keep a journal of something of some sort, because as you write, I know for me, as I write, it starts to peel things off of me. And so that's part of a healing process as well. And we talked about self-care earlier. We've got some mental health care that we have to do for one another and for ourselves. And so um, and that's been talked about a lot. And. It's because we need it. Right. And so for us to regenerate and renew, um, we have to take that time to do that. You know, be encouraged to do this in your sphere of influence as well. But go to urm.org, go to kkla.com, click that Los Angeles Mission banner. We've just got a few moments uh, left. As we go into the Thanksgiving season yes. and you're serving those here on Skid Row, yes, yes, is yes. there a particular person that comes to your mind as Kitty here <laughs> at Union Rescue Mission that says, you know what, this is why we do what we do and being the hands and feet of Christ to right. those who have lost all hope and to find hope back in him and renewed life? Wow. So I'm going to tell you the person that comes to mind is my dad, and it brings tears to my eyes. He's living, but 
because growing up I always saw him helping people he didn't know folks from Adam's house cat and he would stop and pick you up on the side of the road whatever you needed he would stop and help people and I remember thinking to myself as a child wow when I grow up I want to be just like that not knowing that God had already set in motion uh, my dad teaching me mm. what it is to take care of one another God bless your father mm -hmm. what a legacy he left so Robert I call him Daddy Robert. <laughs> <laughs> Sir Robert? Sir Robert. I love that. And Mom, I call her Lady Margaret. So the question is, do you call your boss Sir Andy? Ah, you know what? <laughs> I, I call him Andy, uh, but when he's in a little bit of trouble with me, I'll call him Andrew. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. That, that would make me, my hairs go up on the back of my neck. Um, Kitty, God bless you, and God bless Reverend Andy and all that Union Rescue Mission is doing as we uh, just are... Uh, say to our i think the two hours here in southern california live i've learned it's you know we, we've got to stay faithful we do that's you know it, it's so essential. easy to compromise and so many churches unfortunately are yeah. doing that christians yeah. are doing that yeah we've got to get into god's word we have and to we have to know it we have to know it study study to show yourself approved a workman unto god needing not to be ashamed but rightly dividing the word of truth why would he have to say that to us in his word because if there's a right way there's a wrong way and we can't pick and choose what scriptures that we use and that we follow we have to follow all 66 books and we have to stay in his word at all times we have to renew our minds uh, because that's where the enemy tries to get into our minds and get us distracted. And there's lots of distractions going on. You already know. I call the phone. That's yes, like the, the crack, is, the crackberry yeah, thing. Right. Uh, yeah, the phone there uh, to keep folks um, engaged in things that we need to spend time more time with the Lord. What a word from Kitty. Union Rescue Mission, we are here. They're <laughs> going to start firing up the, 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 the party stuff here, oh, transforming yeah. the whole dining hall into mom's home. Mom's kitchen, and, uh, yes. And, Kitty, God and bless dining you. dining room, right yeah, back to so you. Yeah, so awesome. <laughs> Reverend Andy, God bless you as he takes a picture here. <laughs> God bless all of you, KKLA family. Thank Union you. Rescue Mission, URM.org, KKLA.com, the last Union Rescue Mission banner. Um, and happy Thanksgiving from all of us, Union Rescue Missions, 99.5 KKLA. Thank you. Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.